Welcome everybody to the Fail Fast Podcast. Today we have a guest that is currently in Argentina. He's a digital nomad and a travel photographer. He's been traveling through most of the world, mostly in South America. He's been there for a year now and he's generating passive income with Airbnb referral program. Mike Hope is with us today. Mike, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. So you're in Argentina right now, is that right? That's correct. I'm in the capital, Buenos Aires. So do you, how many languages do you speak? Do you just speak English? <laughs> Good question, yes. I mostly speak English. My Spanish needs a lot of work. Okay, nice. <laughs> it makes it challenging. Before we get into uh, this, there's something very interesting there, which is how you're generating this passive income with Airbnb. But before we go, we get into that, because I'm very interested, tell us a little bit about you. Well, like, who is Mike Hope? Okay, well, just a bullet. Uh, in short, I'm a digital nomad and travel photographer. I uh, recently started traveling in South America. Basically, I, I sold my car and put my belongings in storage and just bought a one-way plane ticket to Panama City awesome. from Austin, Texas. From Texas, yeah. So I've lived there for about six years, made some great connections. Uh, I really love Austin, but uh, there's so many places in the world to see, and I just decided to take off um, with with the the dream of, of visiting Torres del Paine in Patagonia. And are you doing this traveling by yourself? That's correct. For almost a year now. Okay, so I'm guessing since you're doing it by yourself, you're you don't have you're not married and you don't have kids? That's correct. Yeah. Awesome. This would never work if I was married with kids. Yeah. No way. Exactly. <laughs> Do you do it just because you enjoy the freedom? Exactly. Um, I, you know, I've, I haven't always been a, a traveler like this. I went to school and studied computer science, so I'm kind of a nerd, um, <laughs> but seems to be working out for me pretty well. Um, so I was, I was building mobile apps for a while, moved out to Austin, and actually created my own app startup, which is called Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> Like the, the movie. Yeah. So I did pretty much everything I could think of to get Ashton Kutcher on board as an investor. He was one of the first guys to invest in Airbnb and Uber. And he was in the movie, obviously. So that's, you know, it, it never worked out. That was one of my failures. Um, but luckily, I learned from it. It took me about three years. I built the app from scratch. And uh, the, it had about 40,000 downloads which is decent, but ultimately it failed. And uh, Aston Kutcher, for a lot of people don't know, but he is a big time investor, entrepreneur, and a lot of yeah. people just see him as the funny guy in, in, in TV. Uh -huh. Did he turn you down or yeah. you, you didn't get to? to so I, I had actually, I contacted his manager. I was able to get through to her um, past the you know, gatekeeper. And, and I actually got a, um, I was in Los Angeles and I, I got a handwritten letter delivered to his, his red place. Nice. But I never heard anything back. I was super bummed out about it. Uh, but oh. you know, I did whatever I could to, to make it happen. 
Yeah, man, it seemed like everything lined up, right? The, the name, since he was in the movie, he's a big app investor. And mm -hmm. wasn't he even part of, um, what was that show with Gary Vee about the planet of the apps? Was no, he I'm not familiar with that one. I think like his claim to fame was on this, that 70s show, right? Yeah, yeah. So that got known. And now he's in, anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, it's in the past. <laughs> now I'm, I'm moving on. Um, so I've always been really interested in photography. Um, so I've just pretty much gone full, full on. And, uh, you know, obviously I love to travel. So the digital nomad thing and generating passive income with Airbnb. Why uh, you're in Buenos Aires right now, Argentina? Mm -hmm. Have you been there for a while? Why, why there? Ah, good question. Um, so I've been in Buenos Aires for one month so far. I'll probably stay until early next month. My, my birthday's coming up, so I'm going to go up to a place called Iguazu Falls, which is near Brazil. But in the meantime, I'm working from a co-working space called WeWork in downtown Buenos Aires. Nice. And now let's get into that um, Airbnb. So you, yes. you're living off of this Airbnb. Is this right now your only source of income or the only passive one? That was my only source of income up until about two months ago. And the reason for that is um, I've, act, I've reached my payout limit. Okay. So once you refer 25 posts or make $5,000, you can't that they cut you off <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. So how does it work? What is it that you yeah. have to do? Okay, so many people, your listeners are probably already familiar with Airbnb, obviously. Yeah. Um, but most people, a lot of people don't realize that they have a referral program. So essentially, you're, you're sending emails to your contacts and getting people to sign up to become a host on the platform. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessary to own property or rent out your place. You're getting other people to do that. And everyone that becomes a host, you get paid. There's direct deposit to PayPal or whatever you have set up. Nice. So it's not, you don't even need to own a place. You just get other people that you know yeah. or even that you don't know to mm -hmm. rent out their place and you get exactly. commission from that. Yeah, typically. So I was getting paid two hundred dollars for everyone to sign up. It was right. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. now I'd like to teach other people how to do the same thing. It's perfect if you're traveling because you know you don't have to rent out your place. So it's it's, it's great. But yeah. now I have to find other ways to generate passive income because that has I've exhausted that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I guess that cap does that every month you have the same cap. Uh, no, that's, uh, once you reach $5,000, they, that's it. Oh, okay. So maybe if I could find a way to create a new account, but I don't know. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's, that's really good that now you, since you maxed out what you can do, you're teaching other people to do it. That's the goal. Nice. And now I have to set up a sales funnel or a landing page or something. And this is something that I could potentially charge for offer like a free webinar yeah i'm guessing maybe even with um teachable and those kind of online platforms you can get a course out there sure udemy udemy would be good um definitely 
And Mike, though your photography business is basically your main passion, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. I so, saw, uh-huh. I saw your Instagram. The the like the pictures are are amazing. It's that those kind of those kind of pictures that make people want to go places. When I look at your profile, I see so many nice colors, things that mm-hmm. I don't see often in North America. The, the thing that is different is what attracts us to want to go visit places. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate it. And uh, I've gotten to, to visit some very exotic remote locations in, you know, far southern Chile. Basically, I'm probably about 11,000 miles away from Austin. <laughs> so I'm on the other side of the world. And uh, it's, it's summer here right now. So I'm actually going to get to celebrate the holidays in the summer, which is something new for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, summer there, what are the temperatures? Do they work with Celsius or Fahrenheit? Celsius. Yeah, Americans are the only ones who pretty much use Fahrenheit. Yeah, so what's the temperature like? Right now, it's pretty hot. Is it above 30? I'd say it's 35, maybe. I don't oh. know what that is. But it's... Yeah. Quite hot. I believe 30 is close to 100 Fahrenheit, so you're above uh-huh. that. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's not that hot then. But I'm from Texas, so I, I can handle the heat. Oh, true enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm in Canada right now, and yeah. this is, let's, let's just put it at this. It's negative temperatures and snow yeah. outside. <laughs> I actually, um, where in Canada are you? Alberta. Okay. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So I took a road trip up there from Texas. It was a long drive uh, to specifically to go to Banff National Park. Okay, Banff is Alberta, so I'm four or five hours drive from there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, near uh, Calgary, and so I drove through there, and it was like negative twenty-five. <laughs> Fair enough. Just miserable, but obviously a really beautiful place. Yeah. No, it's. Um I would like to say uh, you get used to it, but truth mm-hmm. is, you don't. When it's minus 40, which is minus 40 Celsius is the same as minus 40 Fahrenheit, they're exactly the same. Oh. You don't get used to it, right? There's no... Your face freezes instantly. Yes, and you take a deep breath and you feel freezing inside. <laughs> so well, get it. No, I'd much rather be where I am now. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, uh, out of everywhere you've been, What's the best, uh, say, scenery that you've seen, the best place that you've been at? Wow, that's a good question. Uh, I've been to so many places. But I spent about three months traveling around Peru. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting story about why I was there so long. But um, one of the highlights of my trip was doing a uh, – everyone's heard of Machu Picchu. You've seen so many photos. Yeah. Uh, but I did a five-day hike to Machu Picchu. So it was about 120 kilometers. Okay. Very, very high altitude. So that was one of, it was a very challenging hike, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, But then once you reach your destination, it's amazing. And um, uh, obviously, Torres del Paine in in Patagonia, Chile. That was probably the highlight. And uh, I've posted pictures to my Instagram, so you can check it out. Yeah, I will, and I'll put it on the show notes for uh, for everybody to check it out and make Excellent. sure. That, 
when you guys uh, see this, make sure to go check Mike's Instagram and follow him because those pictures really want to make you just get out of the house. And if you're in a place <laughs> like me, like when it's really cold and you look at that, not only it's beautiful, but it looks warm. Oh, man. So do you want to get into that story of why you were there for longer? Sure. I wouldn't exactly consider it a failure, but it was definitely um, a mis misfortune, so to speak. But so I was in, I was traveling in Ecuador and I crossed the border in a particular place. Most people cross along the coast, um, but I crossed like in the middle of the country. So there was no security. Um, and basically I just, so I walked across this bridge and I met a guy and he said, oh yeah, it's free entry, just go right across. <laughs> so I didn't get the passport stamp, the exit or the entrance to Peru. Um, so essentially I was in Peru illegally for three months and uh, not, luckily I didn't get caught, but um, I tried to go to the immigration and offices and the U.S. Embassy in Lima, the capital, and no one would give me the stamp. It was ridiculous. So I ended up going all the way down to uh, Chile, and of course they wouldn't let me into the country. <laughs> Because I didn't have the stamp. So then, I, so then I went all the way back up. It's like on buses, it's at 40 hours or something. And I take buses everywhere because they're cheap. Um, so finally, I was able to, to meet someone from Ecuador. And she was in a similar situation where she just, you know, crossed over. So she helped me get a taxi across the border. And we didn't even, we just went across the border and we didn't even stop at the border patrol. So yeah, that was very, <laughs> very difficult, but I made it work. So the so worst case okay. scenario. But the problem now is I can't go back to Ecuador for two years. Oh. So I'm essentially, unless I pay a big fine and get a visa. Yeah. I was going to ask work it, worst case scenario. If you were yeah. caught, would they send you back to the States? Is that what would happen? I think so, yeah. I probably would have been extradited. How often do you have to go back? To Ecuador? Uh, to, to the U.S. That's something I'm still trying to decide when I'm going to go back. Okay, so you don't have to go like every six months uh, back no. to the U.S.? No, okay. No. I'm actually, you know, I'm considering staying here until next year and then possibly going to indonesia that's that will be if i don't go back to the united states that will probably be my next destination before you go into any place just like mm -hmm. you said your next step may be in indonesia uh, what are some things that people need to know do you do yeah. some sort of research well that's a good question so i'm bit right now i'm very close to brazil um there's you know, Buenos Aires, you can go to Uruguay or Brazil, basically. And one of the things about Brazil is American citizens need a visa, which you can get online. It's not that difficult. And they also need a vaccination for yellow fever. So I just found that out by, by researching it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I haven't really decided if I'm going to go to Brazil. I don't have a lot of interest in it. So, yeah. And how about risks? Uh, do you know if there's 
there's certain things that you can and you can't do and certain traditions that may seem normal to us, but being in a different culture is not that normal. Do you have to look out for those things or by now you're used to it? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm used to it. I can learn the, the traditions and cultural norms pretty easily. Like, like here in Argentina, it's common for when you introduce yourself, you kiss them on the cheek. And that goes for women and men. Yeah. So it's a little strange. I typically don't do that. I'd rather just shake a hand, <laughs> shake your hand. But um, those, that's just one of the traditions here. Yeah, I grew up in Europe, in Portugal, and that's completely normal. You, mm-hmm. you, you kiss every female in the cheek, everybody that you meet, everybody that you, when you walk into a place and you want to greet somebody, and yeah. you shake the guy's hands all your buddies, and uh, you kiss the girls in, in both cheeks. See, now that's fine. I don't mind kissing the girls, but the guys kiss the guys too. It's kind of a little strange. Yeah, see, so that's something that uh, it is different from, from most cultures. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's something else too, like the things that you don't see and it takes a, a while to catch on. I remember I had a friend from Venezuela. He said that, for example, when you – ask for a glass of wine at a restaurant or uh, even if you go, if you have visitors at your place, if you Mm -hmm. go to the top, it means it's the last one. Right. Ah. Yeah. So normally if they don't fill it means you're welcome to have more, but if they fill Mm -hmm. it to the top, they're trying to cut you out. And I didn't know that. And I never been to Venezuela, but uh, he did teach me that. Yeah, Venezuela is a place that you don't want to go right now. It's very dangerous. Everyone's trying to leave that country due to the political crisis. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Colombia, they've welcomed in about a million Venezuelans into the country. And, yeah, it's dangerous over there. And I guess uh, not too long ago, it was probably the other way around. Uh, Colombia was not the safest place to be, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, when Pablo Escobar was still in power, luckily he's dead and gone. Um, but now, now Medellin is one of the safe. It's very safe. So they've come a long ways. Nice. So uh, what are some recommendations that you would have for the people that are listening to us that want to go to South America? What would you recommend? Places to visit, things to do, where to hang sure. out with, and... Well, obviously, Machu Picchu in Peru, everyone knows that. You've seen so many photos on Instagram, I'm sure. Um, That's at the top of my list. I actually have a friend in Austin. Her name's Jenna Jasso, and uh, she arranges retreats, like yoga meditation retreats in Peru every year. So I was able to go to that one this year in Cusco. I've traveled with her quite a bit. Um, but then other than that, um, obviously you should definitely go to Patagonia in Chile and Argentina. It's a very, very beautiful place. And uh, yeah, so those are a few of my recommendations. A lot of people really like Colombia too. I wasn't a, a huge fan, to be honest. I only spent about two weeks there. Um, Ecuador as well. It's all the places. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm taking notes as we go. 
How about special dishes? What, what is something that you found out there that is uh, not common? Hmm. Ah, in uh, Peru, they have, the, uh, there's a delicacy. It's the cuy. It's called cuy. C-U-Y. And that's a, uh, it's a guinea, roasted guinea pig. If you can believe that. <laughs> wow. And I just, it looks exactly like the animal with its little claws and teeth. Ah, oh. so I'm like, no, there's, I can't eat that. There's no way. <laughs> so you didn't even try it? I'm not a vegetarian in any sense of the word, but um, yeah. no, I did, I did not eat that. <laughs> But they have much better things there, like um, one of the traditional dishes is lomo saltado, and for alcohol, it's uh, the pisco sour. Pisco sour. Yes, which is, uh, there's some debate around whether Peru or Chile started that, but uh, it's very good. Easy to make, too. Oh, really? Awesome. So, Mike, where can people find you? All right, yeah, so you can find me on social media, on Instagram at Mike Hope, and Facebook is either just search for Mike Hope or Hope Photography. That's my photography page. And I just launched a, I'm really excited about this, I uh, just launched a, um, a landing page for my new online business, which is called Digital Nomad Ventures. Um, that's, you can find that at digitalnomadventures.org. Awesome. And for those of you that uh, are typing it right now, if you're driving, don't type it. But Mike is spelled normally and Hope is H-O-L-P. Isn't that right, Mike? Okay. So check him out on Instagram and make sure to check his landing page at digitalnomadventures.org. Ventures.org. It's a training program I'm offering for people to learn, teach them how to travel on a budget, generate passive income with Airbnb, as we were talking about earlier, and uh, help with a, a bunch of other things. So that's a, a program. Um, and is there a free ebook available as well? I'll make sure to have all these links on the show notes so everybody can check them out. And that's it will be at the failfastpodcast.com forward slash Mike. Hope and it's Mike dash H O L P. Thank you so much for being here, Mike. Thank you so much for your presence and your knowledge. And uh, I'll, I hope a lot of people go to your link and check out how to do that uh, Airbnb because that is really fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. And again, thanks for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you so and much, so Mike. No problem. <laughs>